Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about Final Fantasy XIV and XVI director Nakoi Yoshida and his arbitrary rules about black people in fantasy worlds. Not on my timeline, but see what you're talking about today, now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the podcast where culture rules all. No, dang it, I messed it up. I was really close. Pop culture. I yeah no it, uh, I should have practiced that before we started I just kind of went with it but uh, <laughs> here we are with another week of uh, Geek Force no cat this week but we have uh, the E Squad of Eming Marlin and myself Ray how y'all doing hey, hey. good pretty good pretty good see you guys face the holidays you know we're getting closer to before all the things don't see that's true like two weeks I think something like that's that true. it's like two weeks. It's that time of year. Everyone's going to be off back to back. Yep. Lots of trips, lots of visits, lots of things. But, um, uh, you know, there's, uh, as we record this, part of us have seen Black Panther. We're all excited. Uh, we're actually not talking about that today. Uh, but, um, we are we are excited to talk so, about that as soon as we can. It's going to be a long so, time before we talk uh, about it. You realize it's, it's going to unfortunately be a while. We don't remember uh, it. Look, <laughs> look back in December. I think so, oh, yeah. based on yeah. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. one thing that uh, Marlon and I have been excited about this week is the great franchise of God of War has released its Boy. newest game, uh, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> um, definitely have been a fan since the first one way back on the PlayStation 2. Um, and I Talk about think it. I've actually played every game. I think I played both the PSP games. I'm having trouble remembering if I did now. But uh, yeah, I have gotten mm-hmm. through less of it uh, than I uh, expected to at this point. Um but I think a 10-hour review is uh, still a good uh, sense of a video game these days. Um, sometimes that tells Heck you all yeah. you need to know on how much they wanted you to just be forced into it. And sometimes they, you know, give you a good experience out the gate. Um, Marlon, you want to start with your 10-hour uh, impressions? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like you've been playing since uh, the golden days, since we had Terrence Carson as a, as the yeah, voice of Kratos, living single, <laughs> and Steve Bloom as the voice of Ares, like way back in the day. So um, I've been loving this uh, mature Kratos, this very like Logan esque. I don't like war, and I'm trying to just like live in a cottage out in the middle of the woods. Please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Been loving that. Uh, and ten hours in, uh, it's giving me all and more that I would want from this game. Uh, I love. The new cast. I love the voice of Odin as this like shifty kind of like mafioso guy, kind of like, hey, listen, listen, listen. Let me cut your deal. Let me cut your deal real quick. I just love that kind of take on it. Like it's just it, it's this whole new. Thing. It reminds me a little bit of James Woods Hades. Uh, yes, uh, is what it reminds me of the most. Is I, when as soon as that first time you see him, I was like, man, this is. I if he's Hades a lot in this game, I I will rock this. I love this personality for a god who's just kind of schemy and stuff and. Odin uh, traditionally has some schemey backstory. So, anyway, oh, yeah. 
I mean, this game's take, I think, on Norse mythology. And again, Norse mythology is one of those mythologies that I think is really great, very similar to kind of Mount Olympus in that the gods are always backstabbing one another and doing just dirty things. And Norse mythology just kind of really adds to that layer of like, yeah, these gods are very much similar in the way they treat others and treat, you know, each other. Uh, and I also love that that just the fact that they're taking the story and we get a chance to see um, multiple sides uh, of this story. We get a chance to see not only Kratos' story, but also Atreus' story uh, and how he is affected. Because in the first game, we more or less get to see bits and pieces through dialogue, but we now finally get to see through his eyes and his own voice how he is taking the narrative in this game. Like he's taking control of himself and saying, I want to do these things. I want to do more and repeating this kind of father and son against one another and it's only going to end in some very melodramatic way and i can't wait to see it and also high praise to the voice acting crew um Mm -hmm. the the girl who did the voice for doc mcstuffins i didn't know she was a character but she is a character in this game uh and the character looks just like her yeah so if you don't know if you have like a younger siblings there's a character named layla de leon hayes who is the voice of Doc McStuffins, who is actually the voice of Angraboda in this character. She's like the only black other character in this game. Oh, I actually haven't got to that character yet. Looks just like her. Okay. Like if, like, if you remember from like the trailer that like Black Girl with the Locks. Yes, I do remember that character. They took her face and just made her character look just uh, like so her. So just like uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order with what's his homeboy and and Seer and two. Uh, exactly. Okay. All right. And I was like, all right, y'all really just like decided we're just going to graft her face. And just this, she has, she is her own character. Uh, and it's just been great. It's been fun to see that. It's been fun to see. Um, I think there's also a character who was in, uh, what was that show? Uh, Shield, Agents of Shield. This character who, was, who played Grant Ward, voices a character. Oh, he's in here? Oh, nice. He's in here. Homegirl from Daredevil who played Karen Page, voices a character in this game. Nice. Uh, it's just like the voice kit, like the voice crew alone this time around has just been exciting to see. And 10 hours in, I'm going to be sad when the story ends, but I know it's going to take me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I know also this is the final like Norse section of this, you know, franchise. So, so they say, I can't wait to see what's happening. So, so they say, so they say, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. There's but, no way this isn't praise, a new trilogy. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So a lot of the same praises, uh, combat is still a ton of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm sad. They didn't have, a convoluted reason why Kratos' uh, skills all reset to one. Um, because I feel like that's one of my favorite uh, memes in uh, the God of War franchise. Oh my gosh, he died at the beginning of the game, and in the River sticks, he lost all of oh his no. powers from the last game. Guess he's got to start <laughs> over from uh, level one, and like they didn't do it this time, but you just start as level one, even though time has passed. So I was like, oh, that's fine. It doesn't have to be uh, convoluted, <laughs> but um, you just do it sometimes. The But yeah, that's been fun. All the new stuff um, with... Uh, this like i need to i want to see more of what you're talking about with atreus because his point of view has gotten more deep with his age um Mm -hmm. and then uh like just them introducing him as someone that you will take control of is going to be is has you know way more implications or where that's going um plus i just like bow bow and arrow characters in video games a lot also so um 
he's 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 cool uh and yeah there's there's so much more about this game to come because i feel like there's i feel like the 10 hours has been very fun of just like seeing the beginning of the story and uh, it's just always they do such a good job of building up using using the right amount of pacing taking the amount of time mm-hmm. i always really appreciate the god of war games are typically pretty short also um so like I'm sure the story mode will be on the 20 hours to 30 hour side, and then there's just so exactly. much like I can't wait to jump back into a new arena thing, or because uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's in this game somewhere. And um, what optional bosses are they going to do this time that are really hard and stuff? Because it's it's a lot of staples, but uh, it's funny how it doesn't feel like it stales out like they they add something new they 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 get the two weapons that i have so far are the exact same ones from the first game but they do have new powers that i'm doing with them a little bit Mm -hmm. and so um that's fun and i'm hoping there's a third weapon in this game because it's been a while since they did kind of the weapon thing with him uh since the other game only had two so either that or uh, in the first 10 hours i have not gotten enough runic attacks for my happy for my uh i want i want massive amounts of runic attack options because those are my favorites in the first game so oh yeah i'm sure it is i'm sure i'm getting there (laughs) so uh so yeah so lots of fun god of war i don't have much uh negative to say about it at all uh i think the uh at least not at the moment um yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's right. I, I, I think it's fair. I think everyone is hyping this. I think it's got like ten out of ten IGN. Tech mm-hmm. Radar gave it fifty five. Give it five out of five. Like everyone's giving a perfect score across the board, mm-hmm. just like globally. People were stoked for this game, and I think when we, when we, we were talking, uh, we were so excited for this game that we were thinking, oh, like what other game came out this year that's that's going to top this game? We forgot. Oh, right, this is the same year that Elden Ring came out. Mm-hmm. We were just so focused on this game, we forgot. Oh, there are other games that are going to be competing for a game of the year that are also as good. It just like kind of threw us for a loop, and I'm wondering, like, I have a list of games here that came out uh, that are. Like this is just the, the lineup from 2022 so far. We of course have Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Horizon Forbidden West. Um, right? We have. Uh, I, I put Death Loop on here because it was only like promoted. I think a bunch, they, but I'm I not think they sure. did that. It was on things for last year. It, was it, it won. Last year too? Didn't it win with Game of Game of the Year last year? Did it? I feel like Death Loop. I forget when it came out because they kept advertising it over and over. And I'm like, is this game out yet? I'm I very almost. Confused. I want to say it. I'm pretty sure it won last year. Did it? Deathloop. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, it, it takes did. two did, but it, oh, okay. it was, was it, uh, did it come out last year? Yeah, it did come out. It did come out last year. Okay. Maybe it got ported over. That's probably why it's put on a, a whole other list. All right. So then we have Overwatch 2 came out. That's, Are we feeling like Overwatch not, 2 That's is not going to win anything. <laughs> uh, Deathloop <laughs> did get the. The get Deathloop did get the most nominations last year, so oh, okay. uh, very high uh, praise there. Um, <laughs> Overwatch Two is not going to get it, I don't think, just because it it had a rocky like launch. Like, it had a really rocky launch, uh, and I just think it's it's funny because watching it after it came out, also, but like to say positively about that game it is still fun Mm -hmm. um they're trying stuff and so they're trying to get it together their overwatch league numbers on viewership shot up a bunch after that overwatch Mm -hmm. 2 dropped uh they had the finale for that 
maybe like a month into the game launch and the numbers for that week of all the playoffs and all that stuff were like triple what mm-hmm. they had been like the rest of the season uh, it was some crazy it was something big like that so um I'm sure it'll be on a list and maybe it gets best multiplayer game of a year because there's nothing else. But I feel like every category Overwatch is going to be in. Modern Warfare Mm -hmm. is another one that came out this year. And I feel like that's That's going to edge out over it probably unless because I've heard I've been hearing positive things, but I'm not a Call of Duty person at all. So you won't get me to watch it, unfortunately. I was one that Sifu came out as well. Sifu was this year. Yes. So that's a what other things were this year? Uh, there's also Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh yeah, I did hear I things about it, that. But I heard I heard things about it. I haven't touched it at all, but heard fun things about that game as a whole. Um, that one's out there. I know that uh, coming up. Oh no, sorry. Also, there was the Quarry, which was like a continuation of like one of those horror <laughs> games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all played Until Dawn. Yeah, oh, it, it's, it's honestly it's just a, it's a continuation of Until Dawn. Yeah, it's it's like um a second game in the universe. Okay. But like yeah. It's like, oh, do you do you remember that last game? This one's also in the same universe okay. that also came out. But I don't know. Also Stray, which I played, and Stray is very cute. It is. Cute. It had a very cute ending. Uh I know it's on the list as well. Um <sighs> Cult of the Lamb, which uh That'll get was, high is, in some indie categories for sure apps i think that's probably going to take the indie category i think of the lamb is really it's, it's up there um i love that a lot and then it i don't see anything else on here Ooh, uh, no, playstation had a good year then. So far. Unless we're thinking of call of duty is on that list but playstation had mm-hmm. a good year of some of these high quality games but some of these triple a games they had two big ones come out this year right and there's still i think two big ones coming out we in five days pokemon the new pokemon games drop yep. Uh, and also I think Callisto Protocol drops before the end of the year as well, which has been like one of those big horror games that people have been like super stoked by. So I know those are two that are coming up, but honestly, I will say Sony has had a good year and I think honestly, it, it depends on who has a bigger fan base, God of War fans, Horizon fans, or Elden Ring fans. I, there's a good chance Elden Ring's going to, is it? Yeah. I don't think with up against god of war it's going to be hard to see horizon uh take oh. anything up against god of war since they're so similar to and just like a lot of combat and structure uh mm-hmm. but that game was very very strong so maybe it holds its own we'll see that's a good, that's a, good fun, it was a nice year so if you right i mean this was a real good year if you if, if you play the new god of war without playing the first god of war is it confusing or would you recommend people playing the first one <laughs> At the start menu, there is an option to click a recap. Oh. <laughs> yep. That's They're like, rich. just come Honestly, on in, is what they basically said. It. It's like, hey, are you, you still joining us? Let's give you a full cinematic overview of everything. Oh. It was also great that the game, apparently, when you start playing and as you get further in, the game apparently has the um, has the notion that you a hundred percent in a bunch of things in the last game because a bunch of the dialogue mm-hmm. options they give you is like oh i didn't do any of that in the first game like yeah like you know all the valkyries were free and i'm like wait i didn't do i didn't finish the valkyries in the first game like that that last valkyrie was crazy hard so i just kept going and said never mind <laughs> <laughs> like no, no no you got all of them in the last one so we're gonna say you got all of them in the last one to keep moving forward so like they were like fully considered everything that happened in the last game 100 percent done and you're just like jumping straight i up. like how uh 
uh, as you're running around in levels, opening up chests and stuff, uh, Atreus is like, oh, we're supposed to be going this way. Oh, you're looking for that. Are you looking? Oh, you see a chest? I'll wait here then. Or, um, <laughs> oh or uh, he'll be yes. like, hey, um, we're going to. Oh, I see a chest. You're probably going to go look at that. I'll. Uh, I'll give you a second. Or uh, the when you get a character in your party, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, the mm-hmm. character uh, is he stops and is like, "Where are you going? We're supposed to be going this way." And Atreus is just like, "No, it's t- he likes to explore. Let let my dad explore for a second. And I was like, "This this game is so self aware. I'm uh, I'm a little scared. <laughs> he likes loot. <laughs> yeah, he likes loot. <laughs> he likes to find chests." <laughs> Oh Raymond, it gets better. It, like at like at some point, it, like I think at some point further in the game, every character remarks something like, "So you're, so you're gonna steal that? Okay, I guess she's a thief then." Yeah, yeah, no. Mamir uh, was doing it a couple of times, and soon, uh, if you're enjoying this, soon you'll really enjoy property damage. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, so there's there's lots of funny little clips and self aware dialogue that's funny in that game. Mm-hmm. And Ray, as you get further, they I think they took a lot of the positive feedback regarding a lot of these side quests, these extra puzzles, and they've added way more puzzles this game around. Like they've added so many more like puzzles and um, traversal things to do. And even the tools you get equipped with all effectively go to help you complete a lot of these puzzles. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I, I, I give them praise on that because I think i'm going to be on the longer end of the gameplay i know that um ign did like a um a three-person review of people who did three different levels and one person did like the give me mercy level and like just played the story straight and finished in 20 hours and then someone did like give me death and did like 60 plus hours of like i did everything plus the storyline and so I, I love this game kind of gives you the option kind of like hey where do you want to go it's fine if you want to do all the extra stuff but if you do all the extra stuff there are plenty of rewards uh about and also the lore for each of these side quests makes it so much more worth it yeah i haven't been reading a lot of it but i need to read a little bit more there's a lot of stuff to find and yeah there's all there's there is so much more to come. I'm just looking at that menu of items and stuff. I'm just like, I can't wait till I get the crazy stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's coming. So how far are you each in the game, like percentage wise? I'm ten hours in. I don't. I think I'm about twenty plus. I don't know what that means percentage wise. Uh, yeah, that's well, yeah. that's the thing. It's like I'm also <laughs> like in the middle. No. Well, the game tells you how long you've been playing. Not like I mean. It, it'll give you like the percentage of like have you finished this quest or not and i have like i i i'm currently i'm like going back to places to like complete additional puzzles because my equipment has updated so now like, oh let me like save this link and go back to it and then do more things so i'm like bouncing back and i'm doing it because i am always really hyper aware of like how close am i to finishing this game before i like can't go back and do these things so i'm like if i go here am i am i stuck like what does a dialogue say? Like I'm hoping, like at most, people say, "Hey, we're about to do this one mission. Do you want to do anything else before we go?" I, I was like, "Got like, you. I'm uh, gonna take care of this." I almost. <laughs> I feel like games. I need to explore some, but I feel like most games have either added a point of no return comment, or mm-hmm. they allow you to come back and do everything that you could have done before. Uh, once you once you're done with the game uh there's i can only think of one exception right this moment in time but um i think it's common it's more common now i have a feeling you will probably be fine but it also depends on how this game ends because uh 
it can have some crazy ending where it just is like, all right, go back to the last save you had. And you're like, well, dang. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, That's we'll true. see. Cause I mean, they're cause like, cause, uh, I mean, the whole point of this game is like, Hey, Ragnarok is coming. And so my thought is like, does that mean I'm going to be like mass effect two, where it's like, if you're doing this last mission, there is no starting. You're going to go right back to you before you started the last mission. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you finish the game, you're back in the Normandy. So, and, and think about it, like, in the, the last game, you did get the option, like, you finish the game, and then you were Kratos at the end, like, cool, go do stuff. So I'm wondering, like, if I finish this game, is it going to be like, cool, the world has changed, and XYZ, or if it's going to be like, hey, your last hit before you entered through whatever doorway is this? And I'm excited to see where that takes me, and... Yo, the stakes could never be higher. Like they told us in the last game what we were expecting to see. Um, so they were like, so we knew coming into this game, like, yo, some people are gonna get hurt, some people are gonna get, you know, X's across their eyes. So let's see what happens. Like they, they told us in the last game, this is what you're gonna play up next. So like just know that this is the next game is gonna be about. So I'm excited to see if fate can truly be um navigated or not. We'll find out. Yes, we shall. Ugh. And, you know, with all that, while I was playing those games, I also um, was there for the end of an era. We were there for end of an era this week as we watched the final episode of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh, dropped, closing the door on this um, very creative and beloved series. Um, and it all ended on It Was All a Dream. Uh, which I was like, what does this mean? Childish Gambino, are you like quoting Biggie? Are you saying Wait, that none of this actually lyric, happened? Or they said the whole series was a dream. That was no. the title of the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the title episode is It Was All okay. a Dream. So I'm like, this could be multiple things. Like this could be a lot of different things. Like it could be a Biggie lyric, but it could also be like, maybe it didn't happen. And I think that whole like maybe it didn't happen fully they play with it in this whole episode where uh darius is like doing sleep deprivation so he's doing a deprivation tank uh and he can't differentiate what's real and what's not and you as the viewer are trying to figure out like hey are are you seeing what's real like am i also not like is, is none of this happening because multiple times he keeps waking up in the episode and it's like that that, that was a dream even though it was so real so you're just kind of like darius oh my god <laughs> like, are you imagining this entire season what is going on and he looks at the camera at some point and just smiles and i'm like don't do this to me challenge gambino so they break the fourth <laughs> wall in the last end. episode no no it's a uh, it's he not looking at the tv and smiles but i'm just like oh, are you looking what's happening yeah what there's uh, <laughs> he wanted to leave everyone on an inception moment at the end of the, the last episode was the top still spinning did it stop uh, we'll never know oh crap <laughs> The description of the episode is uh, Inception of a dream becomes into one. Either that or it's about Biggie Smalls. <laughs> 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 they knew what you were thinking. They knew. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no, the uh that last episode was silly um great season like we kind of have talked about a couple of times before i uh showed someone just that goofy movie episode recently they haven't they hadn't seen any other atlanta (laughs) but i was like this actually might be one of the best gateways into the show is this nonsense of an episode and it's better win an award yeah it really does (laughs) 
it really de- it really deserves to but it, it deserves to for more than just that episode because they all mm. did a really good job that season just watching you talked about it last week a little bit of alfred's farm story and yes. just that whole thing was filmed in a really like really really well done angles lots of Lots of quiet, lots of, lots of. Uh, I almost call it. I almost called it room tone, but it was outdoors, mm. so it wasn't room tone. It's whatever you call it, ambiance. I don't know, but uh, like it was just. Uh, it was peaceful uh, until you know it started getting stressful because there was there was some tension in that episode for sure with those animals and stuff. But if only he had listened to the the dude at the hardware store uh, or the general store, wherever, wherever that was. Um, so yeah, so if there are no pigs, yeah, don't mess with those pigs. Those those hogs will get you. You just gotta shoot and put Can it we down. We talk about that. That scene though, where he was fighting that, that pig, I was like, "Yo, this is wild!" Yeah, right I mean, now. it was <laughs> the way Atlanta Atlanta likes to do these scenes and these things where like it it pushes you to the edge of oh my gosh, what is happening? Uh, it sometimes in a very wacky way, um, like the like the girl in one of the earlier episodes of that season where she's at the book reading and is mm. it's all going wrong. Like it's very wacky sometimes, uh, uh, but it also just is like the real serious horse. sometimes uh, when he like him fighting the pig or. Um, there was some earlier season stuff too, where it was just like, Oh, I, what is about to happen? Somebody about to, uh, or like, you know, you get more wacky, like season three, where she's running around, Zazzy beats running around the, the European streets with a, with a, with a <laughs> hard, stale baguette that she's killing people with that, that show gets so wacky sometimes. <laughs> season three was a fever dream. <laughs> yeah. There was a, I forgot what website it was that I was looking at the other day that since that show is now done, they did like a, here's all of Atlanta's episodes from worst to best. Um, mm. And, uh, it was basically all season three at the bottom. You were talking about how people were really a fan of season three. Um, the goof episode the goofy movie episode was like two or three on that list and i was like yeah i can i can respect that um so there's there's a lot of uh really good there's a lot of really good episodes over that show i feel like i have forgotten season two and i need to rewatch season two at this point but um i feel like i don't remember it like had like Moneyback, Shawty. It also had Teddy Perkins. Oh yeah, that was the which, that was the one that was number one on the list was Teddy Perkins. It, it's hard to forget Teddy, Teddy Perkins. Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> that and they also had um, the episode Crabs in a Barrel, which I really liked a lot. Uh, which one was that one about? A lot of that one was basically they're getting ready for their tour to Europe and like they're talking about like trying to leave to go to Europe and like there's like Darius doesn't have his passport. Uh, he's like getting into it with someone at like um. And like the uh, attorney's office, like, and he's like, hey, like, Jewish people have connections. Looking back on it now, it definitely was a very interesting episode to be like, yeah, like, all the, do you need a, a manager? All my uncles are Jewish and they can be your manager. They only take XYZ. And I was like, yo, this is getting a little. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> a yeah. Little tiny West right no, now. it is. Uh, 
That's a little close, but it's it, it's probably done very. It's probably great there, and it's just a little too relevant to current events. Uh, is what you're saying there? Uh, Absolutely. I was watching this morning, uh, uh, Saturday Night Live, because uh, I saw Dave Chappelle was Dave on Chappelle. there last night, and I was just curious how that went. And Same. most of his monologue is just him shitting on Kanye West uh, and him making Jewish jokes. Just to, just and I, it almost felt like. Like in a way of, uh, hey Kanye, this is how you do this correctly, and you don't get in trouble. But I'm like, are oh. you the person to be teaching that specific lesson, Chappelle? You are like right on the edge some of the time, sometimes too. So uh, I guess this is you saying, look, I know you think you and I are the same, but here's here's how you do it so that you don't lose all your money, Kanye. Good, uh, thanks. Um. <laughs> I just love how it was Dave Chappelle's like, like, here's how you talk about difficult issues being like, didn't you have an issue with like trans folks, Dave Chappelle? But I'm does. glad you're steering clear of those jokes for this monologue. <laughs> I'm like, Dave Chappelle, I don't know if you're like the best person to be like, here's how you talk about a sensitive subject. <laughs> but Kanye West, honestly, but I feel like Kanye West is a much safer topic to do for him. I was oh, like, oh yeah. God, just stick to Kanye West jokes. Just stick to that because you can't do any other joke because you know you're in hot water for a lot of other things. And I'm sure they were like, don't do any of those jokes you normally do. Like, please don't make this like a I'm surprised a he came out there and did Jewish jokes for three, four minutes too, though. He had a lot of Jewish jokes. He did. He did. I think, honestly, it was interesting to see him go to his paces of like, okay, I know how to like... It was weird because it's like you are good and adept at talking about this very difficult thing to talk about, yet don't show that same level of adeptness when it comes to like talking about a specific community of people. You're just very much of like, this is wrong and it's weird and y'all are gross. <laughs> and it's like, you couldn't take the way you're approaching this Jewish thing like in a similar vein to this other topic. You just seem to be going like unfiltered on the other one. But <laughs> all in all, it was it was cool to see him make fun of uh our, our, our good old buddy, uh, Kanye, uh, we'll always remember Dropout and where we are were when we heard it last uh, and, you know, try to remember those days. But yeah, I think um, going back to Atlanta, series overall, it's going to have an impact, I think, on a lot of shows mm-hmm. we're moving forward. I think Donald Glover did an amazing job of like straddling um realistic topics of like discussion that, that he brought up from like the reparation topics from the reparation topics to the difficulties getting, you know, famous and like wanting to live in a community and the issues that come with that. We're seeing the things um, a la rappers who hit it big and don't move out of their hometown and unfortunately things happen to them and talking about that topic. And also they touched on like some very weird, like uh, surreal topics. And they talked about like sci-fi and horror genre, like really almost like an anthology show. Um, each episode felt so different from the last, but still followed an interesting thread, which I think is really impressive to like have a show that has a, a plot that you're all sticking to, but then have each episode feel so different and distinct in a way uh, and keep it four seasons that make me, of course, season three, notwithstanding, a little rocky, but still overall, it had a lot of experimental things that worked for it that I think mm-hmm. are really going to affect the next, um, you know, person of color who wants to come in and do their own thing so i'm excited to see what this is going to spawn moving forward it's it's something special when you can you have four episodes of your show 
left you that you keep telling everyone this is the last season uh you spend the first of those fours about the main characters uh mm-hmm. you spend the next of those four with an entirely random ass spoof episode about some black dude who doesn't exist and it's hilarious and it has nothing to do with any of your characters at all but it's just incredibly well produced Uh, and uh, then you come back to your characters for the last two episodes but it's just really funny that he could he can straddle that line of of like really good character storytelling while also just insanely wacky nonsensical to the rest of things but still like you said still feels like it fits uh they've cultivated that out of four seasons they're all stars now we'll see them in everything for a long time even if they never come back to atlanta so uh brian tyree henry is in like everything he is He's taking a victory lap with his fame. He's in mm-hmm. the MCU. He's in a film with Brad Pitt. He's just like, I He's am in a film with it. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yes, this is my time to shine. He's doing oh, yeah. it. Oh, Lakeith Stanfield is also, isn't he also going to be in the new um, Nice Wide Out uh, uh, sequel coming up as well? Isn't going to be like a character I can't that remember. Too? I mean, he's been doing other stuff also. Uh, Zazie's true, true, true. been getting around to a lot of things too. Um, I think uh, I just see Brian Tyree Henry more oh. lately, but um, they all have been getting around. What was the thing you just remembered? Oh, no, I was I forgot he also was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, about yeah. It. He was in that and, huge film that came out. Yeah, that was I was like there was other stuff, and I'm just not remembering everything. Um, it was last year, so yeah. So he's last year, yeah. they've all been busy, and they've all been bringing home the goods i i don't know what else to say about them the atlanta will live down as uh as a pretty solid show uh season three withstanding i guess uh even though i liked half of that season it was experimental i think it was refreshing in a way to see them try something you know and it didn't always hit but it did get us talking it did. i was like hey like trini to the like, this is interesting yeah, you know, I mean, the first episode where like they go to Tupac's funeral, I'm like, what the hell is happening? Oh, yeah, yeah, was... is that Tupac for real? And then you walk over, it's like, oh, it is Tupac. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell, Donald? The the one that I the one that I remembered as you said that was the D'Angelo episode this season. That was, was so silly. Anyway, I can go on and on and on. There's there's just so so much silliness in that show. It's one thing I really appreciate Donald Gulliver is yeah, he can he straddles serious and silly in a way that you don't find very often in media. Um, mm. and that works so well. Sometimes you go off the rails on silly too much and like then it's just too silly. And or sometimes you're you're, you're known for being silly, so when you try to throw in a moment of seriousness, it just doesn't hit. Um, mm-hmm. so it's always impressive when a television show a movie or whatever does a very good job of balancing both um and there's i there's a very short list of things that do honestly and it ended without honestly wrapping anything up it just said hey the show is over here all the characters hanging out you know having some popeyes and the the show is over they didn't need and it's like we don't need to answer any questions like you watch these people grow they still have room to grow they're still growing now and they all had successful things go on except darius i suppose because what was he ever doing (laughs) he was living he was as he said in season three a leaf on the wind Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is who he is the entire show just flowing around (laughs) 
Uh, also, again, I forget. I think my favorite episode from as we wrap this up, my favorite episode from season three, besides the cancel club uh, thing, was the rich wigger poor wigger episode, where. <laughs> It was shot in black and white, and it was like the white kid who wanted to be black. Oh, yes. Like- <laughs> that one was towards the bottom of this uh, worst to best list. It was on the worst side for them. So- wait, wait, wait. I'm I sorry. Could, I a white kid, like it, but a it was young so white funny. kid wants to be black, or just like a no? It was a it was a oh, black. God. It was a Man. yeah. It was a it was like a high schooler. He was okay. trying to get into colleges. They were mm-hmm. he was having trouble getting into he's, the he's college with his girlfriend, and yeah, he was mixed race. But the point of the episode was an experimental episode talking about how there are people that look a certain way that don't that like cash in on that side of their experience and mm. they they use that to but then when they want to cash in on the other side they aren't always welcomed uh was basically the 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 point of that episode it didn't hit very well it was really wacky uh, as, as atlanta is <laughs> but um, I mean, aiming at some point the big kid decides, you know what, I'm going to burn down the school. It makes a homemade flamethrower. Comes to the school to blow it up. And there's already another black kid who has the exact same flamethrower. <laughs> and they have like a flamethrower off. Like, they kind of they're just like, no, I would have burned down the school. No. Yeah, it just <laughs> got really four, wacky. They were mean to me. This is season three. Oh, season this three. is the one that. Okay. Yeah. It comes to season two. And then at the very okay. end, and then at the very end, the like the mix gets arrested and like goes to jail loses out on a scholarship opportunity but at the very end of the episode you see him at like a best buy with like uh a, a crew cut like a, a gold chain and he's like talking basically and like he's fully on like a black set that he, they didn't have the entire episode and i was like how he has a black set he's like looking real looking real fly real smooth real slick sees his ex-girlfriend he's like hey how you doing though and, you know, it's me and I'm just chilling, you know, at the Best Buy and that's my spot. What what? I'm like, hey, listen, we should work. Me and you should, like, you know, hang out. And she's like, you know what? We should. And he looks at the camera and he's like, yeah. And then it ends. <laughs> it's so and wacky. It's like this episode was foolishness. From top to bottom, just straight foolishness. Anyway, that's Atlanta. You will, that's Atlanta. You will love its wackiness uh, most of the time. Oh. We'll remember it fondly. But yeah, uh, to Donald of the team, y'all did your damn thing. Mm-hmm. Four seasons ain't nothing to laugh at. Like, people were holding it down on the show so much. And yeah, you know, until we see, I know that Donald might be doing the music. So we have something to look forward to. Some more black techno funk potentially coming out in the future, like his last album. Maybe we'll see more of that. Uh, and we'll, of course, see the cast and crew uh, and other projects moving forward. But, yo, y'all did your thing, and it was a moment. It was truly a moment. It was. It was. Anyway. Do we have anything else to add to the docket? That was just of it, right? That's all I got on me. All right. Um... Thanks, everybody, for listening today uh, and picking Geek Force podcasts. Shorter episode today gets you in here sweet and uh, quick in and out. But uh, feel free to check us out on all of our social media accounts. That is uh, Geek Force podcast on a lot of places. Um, the... Uh, you're laughing, but it is, right? Geekforcepodcast.com. Geekforcepodcast. I just Instagram. Geekforce Podcast. Yeah. Geekforce Podcast. Yeah. At a lot of places. Geekforce Squad on Twitter. That's honestly true. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Our Geekforce Podcast is a lot of places. places. And I'll be uh, <laughs>
So, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, don't forget, don't forget to uh, watch anime, play some games, and geek on. Hell yeah. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.